And it is time for Plan B with Rebecca Davis. Hello, Rebecca. I'm here, John. Yeah, I bet you are. Where are you, Rebecca? At home in the flat? I am at home, desperately trying to figure out how to get all documents ready so I can move around as a journalist from tomorrow. I'm very pleased that I have all those documents sorted, so I am able to move around tomorrow. Uh, Look, Rebecca, you have, just like us, just like every media outlet in the country, besieged by questions, which up until five o'clock yesterday, we were not even able to guess answers to. Now, we, we have answers to many of the questions, unsatisfactory though those answers might be. To some people, we have answers but there are still some areas where we don't. Let's go, would you mind going through some of the most important answers to frequently asked questions to Rebecca Davis? Yes. Can I say one thing first, John, and that is that I realize that a lot of people are already searching for loopholes. I think it's just important to remember, and this is a stat I saw yesterday from The Guardian. Less than three weeks ago, Spain had 430 coronavirus cases. It was on very similar track to what we are on now, although we're almost double that already. 18 days later, Spain has 47,610 cases and a death toll of 3,434. And I don't say this to cause panic, but just to make the point that these measures are necessary. Suddenly, the entire focus among the media and everything has changed to what are we allowed to do instead of how can we focus desperately on staying alive and keeping the people we love and strangers alive too. So please, can we all just keep that in mind, that if we don't take this period seriously, if people continue to move around unnecessarily, the virus will continue to spread. And the effect of that ultimately will be that lockdown will be extended. I think people also need to understand that the 21 days that they're talking about is not a number set in stone. It can be extended if it is not having the required effects. So the only thing that will happen if you take chances, move around, find a way of beating the system is that we will all be locked down for longer. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I said something similar earlier, Rebecca, that we have only so much energy available to us now. So why not use that energy in a positive way, not in the negative way of looking for loopholes, uh, breaking the rules, moaning about the restriction on one's life? Use the energy you have to find positive ways of engaging with the unavoidable and absolutely necessary reality which hits us at one minute to midnight tonight. Right. That's done. Let's get on with it. Okay, here's one. Can I go visit my grandchildren? I saw in a News 24 article today about how people were dealing with the lockdown. This woman had said, well, my grandchildren live within walking distance, so at least I'll be able to visit them. No, you will not. It doesn't matter if your family members or your friends or whoever live within walking distance or within the same complex or whatever. You cannot go and visit them. And this is particularly true of elderly people. You can't be socializing. You cannot be making contact with other people. So the walking distance is irrelevant. You cannot visit or socialize other people who live outside your house. Um, One that's come up a lot today, you've probably heard this as well. If I live in a complex Can I walk around the complex? Yes, you can. The police minister confirmed this morning, you can walk your dogs around your complex, you can walk around your complex, but you can't use communal facilities. So dry areas, pools, etc. are out of the question. Don't forget the coronavirus sticks to surfaces, and we still don't know for quite how long. So yeah, you can walk around, but that doesn't mean that you and your neighbors can meet up and have a bry in the garden or whatever. 
can I move house during this period? This is a I'm real getting, I'm getting that a lot at the moment today, particularly. I mean, the answer just has to be no. I don't yeah. see any way around it. This is not an essential service. Unfortunately, you are going to have to find a way, talk to your landlord, talk to the new owners, whoever, find a way of staying where you are for this period. You're not going to be able to move house. Um, here's another one. Can we deliver food to elderly relatives? So you have an elderly relative who depends on you for food. Um, John, what is your take on that? My take, and um, based on the reading of Regulation 10B, is that they are, that care for the elderly, home care for the elderly, is um, is permitted. And then I got a voice note from a listener, Rebecca, about 15 minutes ago, saying that he had heard Nkosazana Tlamini Zuma say in an interview last night that very definitely that can be done, that if you have elderly parents... Um, for whom it would be a great risk to go outside to get food or to get chronic medicine, you are able to deliver that. Okay, that's good to hear. Also, just to note that the major supermarkets, Pick and Pay, Woolworths, etc., are still delivering food. Your problem is going to be getting a delivery slot. Somebody somebody contacted me yesterday and said the first delivery slot for her was three weeks hence. They are... All, all the, the supermarkets say they're working desperately to extend deliveries to make more delivery slots available. So just keep an eye on the website. And Take A Lot has also said that you will be able to order only essential services from Takeaway, from Take A Lot. Their website is currently down because they are adjusting the system. But hopefully that might be an option as well for things like, um, you know, uh, toiletries or whatever. Um, but just to note, on that note, that if you are delivering food or pharmacy stuff to an elderly relative, it still doesn't mean that you should go in and socialize with them. If possible, you should try to hand it over in a manner that requires no contact, even if that means leaving it at the gate and they take it in and sanitize it. And I know these measures seem cruel often because elderly people can be quite isolated and lonely. Talk to them on the phone, but you cannot be endangering them by sticking around and making contact, especially if you have been out in the world. Okay, my family member or friend was traveling overseas when this all happened, now wants to come home. Can they? So as far as we know, South African citizens cannot be barred access to the country as long as they can get a flight in. If they can get a flight in, they have to be allowed in. The question is whether those flights will still be landing in South Africa. If that is the case, they will also have to enter quarantine which will be in a designated government facility. So they won't be coming home to you as such, but they should be allowed to return if they can fly in. Um, This is quite an enviable scenario. I have a holiday home in Betty's Bay. Will I be allowed to go there for weekends? Absolutely not. If you're not in your holiday house in Betty's Bay already, or before midnight tonight, you won't be able to get there. And if you are there now, you won't be able to come back during the lockdown period. They have said that soldiers are going to be responsible for roadblocks. We don't yet know exactly where those road closures are going to be, but it is safe to say that they will make take strong efforts to preclude people from leaving metropolitan areas for the countryside. And so and many people have done that already ahead of the lockdown, so the virus is spreading into the areas where hitherto it has not been present, but soon it will be, sadly. Which is terribly irresponsible, and if you are still considering leaving cities Please do not do so. And honestly, if the idea that you're spreading this virus potentially to areas 
where it can't deal with it is not enough of a disincentive, then consider the possibility that you and your family could fall ill somewhere like Betty's Bay, the West Coast, wherever, and you will not have access to the health care you need probably in that situation. And you won't be able to come back without an ambulance or some emergency medical. So please don't do that. Don't leave the city. One um, more, Rebecca, we have time for. Uh, okay, let me try and get a very important one. Yeah. I have a family member who is desperately ill in another province. There's every chance they will die, not because of the coronavirus, but because they are expected to pass on shortly. Will I be able to attend the funeral? No. And this is a really heartbreaking aspect of it, but you will not be able to move provincially, even if it is to attend the funeral of a very dearly loved one. And, you know, that is heartbreaking and tragic, but these are the conditions we find ourselves in. Thank you very much, Rebecca Davis of The Daily Maverick. And The Daily Maverick, like uh, most of our media, are doing us proud at this time. There are some very good, thoughtful articles, and uh, Rebecca and other journalists are bringing a lot of important information to our attention on a daily basis.